The vicious voices of the right are out in full force, and it's time for us to get up and organize against the heartless attacks on our civil rights. Start your morning diving into the headlines and issues that matter to our everyday lives, speaking with changemakers and hearing from you, our listeners. Hear your host, Zerlina Maxwell, break down the top news, push for solutions from officials who represent us, and call out the misinformation and hypocrisy that surrounds us, plus the engaging stories that keep you energized. Get your morning boost of politics, culture, and everything you need to start your day. It's always darkest before the dawn, but the dawn is here. Shining a light on the ruthless forces across the aisle and rising for a brighter future for all of us. This is Mornings with Zerlina. Welcome to Mornings with Zerlina. I'm Zerlina Maxwell. Joining us is her favorite podcast download. My dad, Professor Eugene Maxwell, is here to talk COVID ahead of the holidays. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning. How are you? I am very well. Um, I was looking up because I was curious. Um, all right. The vaccination rate in the mm -hmm. country of people yeah. older than five who are all the way caught up, like to the, the most recent booster, the bivalent booster, like they're fully boosted all the way. Right. Mm -hmm. Did you know that it is 9.9? .9, it's basically 10%. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did not I'm, know I'm that. Laughing. I did not know that until yeah. I looked it up this morning. Um that is very bad, right, Dad? I mean, talk yeah. a bit about how I think this winter might be even different than the two we've already lived through. Because last winter, because there wasn't, you know, as many boosters to update, people, we were right. more boosted last winter for Omicron original. Oh, this yeah. winter, oh, yeah. we have the Omicron sub-variants, and we right. only have 10% updated boosters? Right. Whoa. Right. Well, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but uh, I think what's going to happen is um, we're going to have a lot more uh, people being infected, um, you know, with the subvariants. And I, I, I don't want it to scare people into, you know, rushing out to the pharmacy and and or uh, their their doctor's office to, to get their, their booster shots. But, you know, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, uh, you know, as as you know, uh, I'm a this uh, you know a, a professor at uh, Norfolk State, and and the thing is, um, you're starting to see, to see I, I wouldn't call it a surge yet, but you're starting to see uh, many students starting to uh, to to uh, you know come down with infections, um, uh, and it, and it's unfortunate because <clears throat> you know <clears throat> many of the um, Reg regulations and protocols have been relaxed in, in many areas, uh, at many schools, at many uh, different uh, places of work. And and a lot of people are, are saying and feeling that the uh, the pandemic uh, is over and and it's not quite over yet. And what uh, that's going to do is enable the virus to, you know, to change and, and become more variable again and, uh, and become more infectious. So um, here, uh, here we are. Here uh, we are. With only, yeah, with only 10% of the uh, population receiving, uh, receiving a, I believe, a very effective version of the, of the vaccine for COVID. I mean, the, 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 study is, the studies show that it works very well against BA4 and 5 
Unfortunately Correct. for us, BA5, which was the dominant variant, is now, it's still the dominant variant, but, but BQ1 <clears throat> and BQ1.1 right. are now, I think <clears throat> the number is like 19%, 17 or 19% <clears throat> of, of <clears throat> the cases in the United States right now. So it's been going up every week. Um, and, and that's what happened with BA5 too. Like I pay attention to these graphs. I never was like into graphs, but now I'm all into graphs. I'm always looking at the numbers to see where the rates are. And in some ways, I think it's a good time to refresh everybody's recollection of like the, the, the best practices as you head into the holiday season. Now, as you said, you're already starting to see cases in school, in, in universities, Mm -hmm. Um, but even younger children are now 90% of ICUs, pediatric ICUs are full of people, um, kids, um, because of RSV. And then there's also yeah. flu circulating. So they're calling it the triple-demic right. of COVID, RSV, and the flu yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And we're right mm-hmm. about to go into Thanksgiving. W- right. Refresh our recollections as to the best <clears throat> practices so that we don't get any of these viruses. Well, you know... The flu and um, you know SARS, SARS-CoV-2 seem to be more um, you know airborne uh, kind of you know when you, you're breathing or talking seem to be uh, those kind of viruses that can uh, spread uh, in in that uh, particular way. Um, what I've been seeing with RSV, it can do it that way, but also, and well, you know, like the flu. Uh, you know, touching of uh, touching of doors or touching mm. of, uh, of of other things, and then touching your eyes and touching your nose uh, seem to be a way of uh, you know uh, transmission of, of RSV. So, you know, RSV is for uh, you know in children, younger children, and uh, and also adults over sixty uh, seems to be you know you know very problematic, obviously. Um, you know, there's no vaccine, uh, currently for RSV that, uh, uh, you know, I know that Pfizer and, uh, and Moderna are working on, on those <clears throat> vaccines that, uh, you know, I believe will be, uh, effective, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the type of thing where you, you have to, can, if you're in a, in a airport setting or a train station or or on a bus stop or it or on a subway i i cannot i cannot emphasize enough uh wearing of mask or uh not touching things those things uh again are the are the things that <clears throat> will keep you safe from from getting these uh types of viruses and then uh last thing is you know say say you come down with with uh, say symptoms of you know running nose headaches fever those types of things make sure you test make sure you go to your doctor you know just to find out which of the viruses uh you know you're infected Mm -hmm. with or you know because uh you need to be okay say if it's uh if it's covid you know you, you could uh catch it early enough where you could uh get an antiviral if it's the flu uh, hopefully you got your flu vaccine and, uh, uh, you know, you, you can, can recover that way. And then RSV also too, you know, there are some things, uh, you know, steroids and some other things that, that, uh, you know, that you can take that, uh, you know, that will help you, uh, recover, uh, from that, uh, that type of viral infection. So there are things you can do 
if you know if you're infected with one of these uh you know three viruses that uh that can help you recover so um i right now we're just in the beginning it's it's oh just the the start it's just the start whenever your voice goes uh, up high like that i get nervous <laughs> i mean like it, you you know that my dad makes certain faces he has very, he's very he has a lot of expressions so like you know when you say like dad what about traveling on an airplane and he he makes a face he's a particular face he makes um and i know that it, it's not safe yet or if i ask him like yeah. is the pandemic over and he's like mm, yeah and then i'm like yeah. nope it's not over yet it's not over yet yeah. not yet um it's it's important for folks to get you know the refresh refresh their le- recollections of the best mm-hmm. way to do these things if you're on a plane if you're on a train if you're on a bus you know mm-hmm. if I, I'm always baffled dad when I'm traveling and I am on a train and I'm with, you know, near someone and they don't have a mask. And I'm like, what was the thought process mm-hmm. that you went through this right. morning that you were like, I'm going to leave my house and go on a train full of people coming from all over the place without a mask. Like, are you just going to like get yeah. COVID and that, and you'd be like, Oh, well just got it. Even though it was completely yeah. preventable. Like why yeah. did you not take as many steps as possible to prevent COVID. And I want people to understand mm-hmm. COVID is a big deal. It isn't, we have normalized it. We have made it sound everybody, yeah. every public figure who catches COVID, their statement says they have mild symptoms. Now, mm-hmm. if you actually had COVID, you know that mild symptoms does not describe what you are going through. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you, yeah, maybe you have, like, I do not think it is sniffles. I have talked to too many people that have had COVID. They didn't go to the hospital, but it was terrible. And they felt terrible. Mm-hmm. And some of them do not feel all the way okay either. That's correct. So, so talk yeah. a bit about some of these long-term impacts. It's something that mm-hmm. we talk about often on the show. But I want to remind people before they go into this weekend that COVID is still a big deal. It is out here circulating. Mm-hmm. And it could have long-term impacts. There was unfortunately the yeah. death of a 49-year-old famous food blogger. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know. All the details. Now, yeah. we don't know all the yeah. details, but her final tweets, I looked, they are about COVID. She had COVID mm-hmm. in September and then had a cardiac event and passed away, unfortunately, mm-hmm. 49 years old. Mm-hmm. You talked yeah. to me a lot about the fact that you could have heart issues after a COVID infection yeah. at a young age. Now, take us through mm-hmm. some of these things so that people can be reminded that COVID is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, again, like I've said many times before, um, COVID is a multi-organ, uh, you know, infection. It's just not a respiratory infection. And, and, and people have to really understand that it affects, you know, your heart, your brain, uh, as well as your lungs and your kidneys and things like that. Um, and it does, you know, cause, a, you know, an inflammatory response in those particular organs. The thing that I'm, um, you know, like you said, you've, you've spoken to many people, I've spoken to many people that have had COVID. Uh, what happens is the possibility of reinfection is a lot greater. Um, the, the impact may not be felt initially. So say for instance, you have an infection uh, you know, COVID infection, you're able to, you know, quote unquote, weather the storm after say uh, two weeks or a week or so, or 10 days or whatever it may be. Uh, but then it seems like uh, four to five 
six months, you're still experiencing, it may not be daily, but every uh, couple of days you might uh, uh, feel, you know, not as uh, energetic. You might feel fatigued. Uh, you may feel, you know, certain things like that. You may not feel normal uh, as, uh, you know, I'll put it to you that way. Uh, and it's all uh, an effect of, uh, your, you know, the COVID uh, infection. You know, like you said, uh, you've read many things. I've read many things where people are still after, even after years, they're still experiencing, uh, you know, the long haul COVID effects. They're still experiencing you know, memory loss, uh, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, they're not able to uh, really taste, uh, you know, things like that. So all of these are still, unfortunately, uh, effects of uh, COVID infection over time. And, and, it, and again, it's going to take a, a, and there are some very, very good scientists looking at uh, what's going on. Uh, with these long haul COVID effects and, and, and things like that. But uh, we still do not know the entire story, the entire COVID story uh, uh, yet. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's still uh, an infection that uh, it's still the type of thing where we really have to have, um, you know, those mitigation steps where you're wearing your mask, where you're still unfortunately social socially distancing and, and things like that especially during this time where you know we're starting to congregate more indoors and starting to to move indoors once yep. the uh, weather starts to get cold so that's what's going on everybody COVID is a big deal i really really want you guys to be safe if you've already had COVID and even you're you're kind of scared about some of the things my dad is talking about one of the things i saw um, doctors recommending on Twitter's to, you know, schedule the physical to, if you've had COVID, a COVID infection and you, you feel okay, but maybe not a hundred percent okay. And you're, but you're nervous and you just want to check it out. I think that it would probably be a good time to schedule a physical just to check everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's probably, there, yeah. there could be impacts that you're not aware of. I mean, when, yeah. when you're, when you're talking about an increase in blood clots or, um, you know, it impacts on your blood vessels. That's not necessarily something you're going to be able to understand. You're, you're going to just maybe right. feel a little off, but it could be something serious. Mm -hmm. So a physical is a good thing to check. Um, the other thing my dad mentioned um, is not being able to taste. And this is actually one mm -hmm. of the things that people have, have reported um, throughout the course of the pandemic, um, their mm -hmm. taste and smell being impacted. Mm -hmm. And I want to remind you that is your brain, everybody. That is two of yeah. your five senses not working, mm -hmm. and it is in your brain. Can you talk a mm -hmm. bit about um, some of what you're reading about the COVID's impact on the brain? Because I always want to go back to this. This yeah. is Your brain is everything. Your brain is your ability to think, yes. To remember, yes. But it is also yeah. allowing you to walk and breathe mm -hmm. and taste mm -hmm. and swallow and do all the things that come along with being a functioning human being. So Talk a bit about COVID and what mm -hmm. you've read about the impact on the brain, potentially long term. And, and just it's always good to give people this explanation because this is what's at stake. Well, you know, there, there, there are a few things going on. Uh, again, being COVID being a multi multi uh, organ kind of uh, infection or, or think about all of those organs. Well, 
your circulation has to, you know, be involved with that, meaning blood moves to all those, you know, particular organs. Well, guess what? Your brain is, is, uh, needs, uh, for it to function properly, needs all the, uh, nutrients and oxygenation and all of that needs to go to your brain, right? For it to work properly. Well, when it is, you have an inflammatory response or in what I mean by that, there's a whole, you know, cascade of events that happen during the, um, during a, uh, inflammatory response, uh, you know, where cells are, are affected where, uh, you know, uh, blood is not, maybe not moving properly or, you know, receptors are being uh, affected in a, in a, you know, an, maybe not a positive way. All of these things, uh, you know, can uh, affect your brain. And again, like I was saying, you know, many scientists right now and many doctors are are really studying the effects of COVID, uh, you know, long haul COVID, but also uh, initial initial infections from COVID. Uh, what is it specifically doing to your brain and specifically doing to certain parts of your brain? That's that's the key as well. Uh, so <clears throat> right now, we just don't understand, I, I say we, but, you know, the scientific community doesn't understand the totality uh, of how this infection, why it targets, uh, why it targets specific parts of your brain. Why isn't, uh, you know, and, and so those parts of your brain that, that are associated with your, with taste or those senses, you know, uh, as far as uh, smelling and things like that, why is it uh, only uh, affecting those, it, those particular areas of, of you know, say uh, your brain and your senses. But again, you know, we look at that, we look at your, your you know, your circulatory system. I, I think, I would consider it more of a circulatory, uh, you know, um, infection where it's, it, again, it can affect a lot of different areas, uh, um, not so much your, your, your uh, say, your lungs or your, or your breathing and your respiration. I look at it more, uh, more of a circulatory disease than more than anything. Mm. I mean, it, it, it's been fascinating to read all of these studies that, you know, I know we share a lot of them back and forth um, because I'm always mm -hmm. reading them. And, I, you know, look, you've said this from the beginning. At, at a certain point, all of us are going to come into contact with COVID. The question yeah. is, are you protected when you do? And are you going to be able to delay when you actually contract it because you've taken all Absolutely. of the mitigation steps, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, to the extent that is humanly possible, right? So the, the, the idea mm -hmm. is not, to to make anybody at home who has already contracted COVID feel bad, um, it's that no, you, not at all. That, is that you at home who've had COVID and me and my dad who have not? We all have the same goal on a day to day mm -hmm. basis, which is do not get COVID. You do not want COVID yeah. in your body. That is your goal. Or even if you've had it twice, or you or reinfection, yeah. because all yeah. the things that my dad is talking about, and in the studies that we share back and forth, what it also mm -hmm. says is that reinfection makes it more likely the cdc mm -hmm. has put out this this information too in the white house that, that reinfection makes it more likely for you to suffer yeah. some of these long-haul covid um, outcomes and so you mm -hmm. always want to be thinking about not getting covid that should be your goal and if yeah. you are traveling um, on a train on a plane on a bus oh. 
um, going out in public spaces, particularly every day for your commute or um, over the over the holidays. Um, yeah, you want to take definitely. those mitigation steps. Dad, thank you so much for being here. It, everybody You're loves welcome. you. So I, I don't even have any words more to say well, because love, they love you even love more than me. Too. I love you too, Dad. <laughs> thank you, Professor yeah. Eugene Maxwell, for being here. Everybody, it was a great week this week. We're going to have an even better week. GOTV this weekend to save democracy. Stephanie is up next. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Zerlina. Check in for new episodes every weekday.